Well, hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me Boss Lee, other people's mentor. And on this episode of the show, I'm going to teach you all about the importance of building your network and why and how and some tips and tricks on how to do so. It's a really important episode to make sure that you listen in with some notes, you know, like get off your treadmill, etc. But also, I want to make sure you guys know about Boss Lee Accelerator, which is open. I can be your business coach, which I've been loving doing. It's all around the world, almost 60 countries. And then also, there is a five-day recruiting boss camp, boot camp, whatever challenge coming where I'm going to teach you all my tips and tricks on recruiting over 12,000 people in the last 12 years. So if that interests you, make sure you jump over to bossley.com and bossley.com, B-O-S-S-L-E-E.com. Make sure you're on the email list and subscribe because it is going to be crazy and I don't want you to miss it. If you want to share this episode, feel free. Otherwise, have an amazing rest of your day. Appreciate all the reviews, all the shares and everything. You're my favorite people. So enjoy episode 570 of the show. I never wanted anybody to take credit for my success. And in that, I realized that if I did not want anybody to take credit for my success, then I had to take credit for my failures, which sucks. The ultimate accountability, right? Because see, when you hit rank 10, I know for a fact you do not want me to show up on your rank 10 Zoom and say, I'm so glad that I created you. I'm so glad I did this. I, I did this. Jesse Lee did this for you. I made you rank 10. Okay, you would want to, I mean, it, would, it, it sounds funny and inappropriate, right? Okay, but when people quit, what is the first thing they do? They blame everybody. Well, you know, don't you know about the empire? You know, the cultiest of the cults? Don't you know about Jesse Lee and her unrealistic standards. Don't you know Jessie Lou took a vacation, which meant she left the whole entire empire to fend for themselves for a whole month with no resources. Uh, what? Well then, how do you explain all these people joining? How, how are they joining and making a bunch of money and you joined uh, five years prior and you still haven't made money? What are you talking about? Like, are you sure that the problem is the empire? Are you sure that the problem is Jesse Lee? Or maybe should you point the finger back at yourself every once in a while? I'm not talking about you, any of you. I'm just saying I would never show up on your Zoom call celebrating myself when it's an accomplishment of yours. And so sometimes when you fail at something, we have to make sure we're, we're taking accountability for ourselves. Okay? We have to make sure we're, we're being honest. Honest with ourselves of if we're showing up. And guys, like, quite frankly, even if you didn't do the Empire Games, the team was so MFing loud, you could have watched one other person that was doing it and just copied everything they were doing. Like someone you knew was really plugged in and was just, like, you could have watched Harley. Just watched her page and then like, well, what the hell? Okay, well, if Harley's doing all these dual lives, that must be an assignment. Well, if Harley's doing all these posts and inviting to something, that must be an assignment. If Harley's doing all these extra mix-ups and extra posts and her story looks like this, I'm just going to copy her. Like, you didn't even have to actually do the games. You understand? But we, we do that to ourselves as humans. We, we look so much for the reasons why we are not winning instead of looking for the reasons why we can win. And sometimes in situations where I couldn't afford things or I couldn't make it to something, I would just get creative. You know, we get really creative to kind of figure out my way in. I would find out who on the front line maybe is like a neighbor of mine or close enough, you know, and hey, uh, can I... 
Come, come over <laughs> for five days. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'll cook you food. I'm just kidding. I would just, I'm just saying, sometimes we just got to get a little more creative. We got to show up to stuff. We got to, we got to get ourselves around the right people. And if you don't think that the people that you surround yourself with are drastically impacting the kind of person you are, I promise you. Okay. I am going to tell you another story before I get into the training, which now, you know, <laughs> this is just a warm up for nothing. I don't even know what I'm talking about, but I hope you're getting something out of it. All right. So this was actually a, a big eye-opening from, uh, from the wedding where um, I'm from a very small town. Any small town people on here? Just out of curiosity. It doesn't have to be my small town. So I'm from a really small town. I'm from Frederick County, Maryland. Um, Frederick County, Maryland in and of itself is apparently almost the exact same size as Jefferson County, Missouri. Okay, so, uh, you know, <laughs> we looked it up on Google. Um, but anyway, so it's, it's a small town. Well, Frederick County is small, but then also the towns inside of it are very small. So um, I, you know, my graduating class was teeny tiny. The entire town had less than 2,000 people in it, you know, for a lot of farmland, a lot of area, just country town, right? And now I escaped, if you will, from my small town. All right, Annette. Okay, Norway. So that might not sound small to you, you little cutie patootie in Norway and Sweden's giggling over there. But let me tell you, that's very small in America. Like That's super, super small. Um, and... I'll never forget when I left when I was 16, I remember people telling me that I was crazy. Okay. They're like this. Megan will tell you because she's from Frederick County. They will tell you this is the best place on earth. Like there's nowhere else you can better raise a family. There's nowhere else that you can, you know, have just such beautiful landscapes and privacy and, you know, um, the, the, the fresh air and the education is pretty good, you know, and all this stuff. So they really tell you all this stuff. This is uh, right. Cult brainwashing for sure. These small towns. And if you look at small towns, have, has anyone noticed no one ever leaves? How many of you are from a small town? Maybe you escaped, but you look back at the people in the small town. You're like, damn, damn, you're going to be one of those families where there's like 19 generations all with the same last name, you inbreds. I'm kidding, but I really wonder how they all end up being, you know, like there's like the same five family names. I'm like, y'all are all fucking each other. Um, but anyway, so I'm just saying, I'm kidding, but I'm wondering how that's possible. Why are there five names? So, um... <laughs> <laughs> this is a great, yeah, it's an interesting training. But my point is, um, I haven't really seen that many people from, I haven't seen that many people from Frederick County in a long time. And, uh, you know, obviously one of the brides is from Frederick County, Maryland. And so it was really interesting because she comes down here and I'm with uh, somebody who flooded my apartment, but um, we won't name his name because he's not frontline. And he said something like, mm, I, I met the mom and the dad. And he said it like that. Hmm, I met the mom and the dad. <laughs> and I said, yeah, and? And he's like, hmm, yeah, they're, uh, it's a, uh, uh. and I said, what you're looking for is small town America. That's what that is. And he's like, it's just, you know, we, so we have this whole open conversation of like, you don't even think about it, but when you leave, when you're 18 years old, right, or you get access to, to people with big mindsets when Sydney was that young, right, she's completely transformed. And so then we had a conversation of like, oh my gosh, if she had stayed around all these people, she would be like these people that now we're meeting. Does that make sense? But see, the thing is, you don't realize it because you're in it. Now I'm talking to you guys. I'm not talking about a small town. You don't realize it because you are in it. 
you are in your friends circle that you know like part of you is like ah, i really do like hanging out with these people a little more but like the and we go right back to our own little comfort zone and it starts pulling you down and down and down and down and like little parts of you like your body sometimes pulls you towards oh this isn't right this isn't right this isn't right right but you just get sucked back in sucked back in sucked back in you don't even realize it this is with relationships this is with friendships this is with business stuff and so sometimes we just have to expand. And so what better place, of course, than, you know, you can look in the front line, you can just look into the empire in general, you can do whatever, but have an awareness of every time there's a conversation, is this conversation serving me? Is this making me a better person? And it doesn't have to be monetarily. I think sometimes when I say a better person, some of you go, oh, well, Jessie Lee's only talking about finances. You know, she likes to stretch herself around people who financially make her feel whatever. Well, first of all, yes. I do like to be around people that make me feel poor. You know, I'm like, where are my private jets? I need a fleet. You know, oh, you know, it's not enough to have a couple supercars. I need an airport hangar full of them. You know, you get around these people where it's like they're actually printing money. And yes, of course, that makes me go, I think I need to be a little more. But also, if you're on a spiritual journey of some kind, which quite frankly, all of you are because you are a human being, you're like a soul inside of a body. Well, maybe you should get around some people and you should should challenge yourself you should get around some buddhists i don't know just learn you should get around people that are really into crystals and healing and spirituality and whatever just so you can learn and you can expand your mind get around some people that are super freaking christian like get around the fundamentalists just so you can see the the like the what is that 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 belief that that strength of i don't care what anybody says you know like get around people who make you go whoa i'm chat like this is different this is different yeah get around the hippies get around everybody you know you have you just to challenge your thinking because they're more evolved than you spiritually even if it's not something you believe right but it's also people who are mentally better off than you and as much as i love speed reading i think sometimes we are so fast to look smart instead of be smart there's a difference, my friends. Okay, how many of you have walked into somebody's house and they've got a million books and they're like, oh, which one, uh, you know, what do you, what, what have you read last? They're like, oh, you know, I don't know. Well, what's your favorite thing from that book? Oh, I don't, I don't remember. Or oh, I didn't really, I haven't read that one yet. Or they haven't even finished the books they bought, but they bought another 17 off of Amazon, right? It's like, are you, uh, is your interior decorator just, just stacking books everywhere? Okay. I want to sometimes to slow down and get around people that actually absorb information, right? Are you taking notes when you read? Because if you're not taking notes when you read, you're just putting words in your head that are going to fall out of the other ear. I mean, I'm just telling you. If you can't, it's why I read books. That was funny to Linda, right? Like if you're, if you're reading books or listening to books or Audible or whatever, you don't have to have a notepad with you. But I'll give you a little tip of something I do because on my morning walk, I always listen to uh, either a book or a podcast in my note section, I will voice to text the note just because it stops the audio. Does that make sense? So then I'm like repeating whatever it is that I like and then I can go back in and I can edit it afterwards when the, when the words don't all, you know, come out perfectly or anything. Uh, but that's what I do. I'm always taking notes because then I can train, then it becomes part of me and then I also just remember it better, you know? So I want you guys to think about these sometimes. You know, who's mentally better than you? Who's more emotionally intelligent? Be totally honest, I was talking again with somebody who flooded the house yesterday. So awesome. Um, and there's somebody else in this threesome. He may or may not, I don't know, he might've stumbled on the call or not, but anyway, there's this threesome, right? That we have going on. Um, we're confusing everybody with it, but it's okay. And, um, I will tell you there are parts of his development. Some of you know who I'm talking about, some of you don't. Um, there are parts of his development that are so much further even than mine. 
So when we were challenged on vacation for crazy things that were happening, you know, I'll give you an example. Well, I'll give you two uh, accidentally. So for whatever reason, they decided to take buses a couple places, which I don't know why we took buses when, um, you know, there's many days of my life I make a million dollars. So it's... Anyway, he said we needed the experience, right? So uh, we're on this bus, and I don't know if you've ever been to the Middle East, but it's not exactly known for its blustery, cold winter weather in the summer. Um, So we are on these buses, and we get on these buses, and I am, first of all, motion sick to begin with, but that's okay. I'm just mentally preparing. Like, it's okay. I can do this. I won't barf everywhere. If I do, it's fine. You know, I'll just scream in English, and they'll scream back in Arabic, and it'll be a beautiful experience. We'll just write one for the record books. Uh, And then we get on this bus, and as soon as we get on the bus, we realized the bus has no air conditioning. Like I said, I don't know if you've been to the Middle East. It's not exactly known for its cold winter weather. And um, it was at least uh, 42 degrees, like 100 and something outside. For those of you who are Fahrenheit and Celsius, now you understand the heat index we're talking about. 46, I think it was one day. So we're 46 degrees and uh, we're on a bus and there's no water and there's no air conditioning and no airflow. And I literally, they thought I was sleeping and I was not sleeping. It was me practicing emotional intelligence where if I did not go inward, I literally was sure that my organs were baking and I'm pretty sure I was going to die. So I made sure my mental capacity was fine. Now, the two men I'm talking about, they decided to stay standing. They had to. They also oversold the bus, you know, because why not? It's the Middle East. Um, Not exactly being regulated, so to speak. And um, that was just, you know, it happened twice, by the way. You know, it wasn't like once was enough. We just had to, people went, how'd you get so skinny? I, my organs are missing, actually. They burnt, they burnt, and they fell out of my butt later that evening. Um, but anyway, so um, I didn't, <laughs> just letting you know the real truth. Um, but, uh, no, I'm kidding. So my point was, like, we were so stretched emotionally, and watching how calm he was through every situation, especially overheating, especially no food, um, especially situations where he literally missed a flight and then somehow managed to convince them to reopen the door to let him on the flight, things like this, um, there was a lot going on where I stopped and I would think to myself, this is somebody that I can learn more emotional intelligence from, you know? So your teachers can come in ways that you don't necessarily expect, Right? But, so if you're only looking for people who are better off than you monetarily, you're missing out on so many other facets, right? And I don't care, I don't know what your ideal of fitness is, but everyone can learn from, pe- I don't care who you're looking up to, but physical health as well. It's like when you look at the circle that Tony Robbins does, the circle of the wheel of life, you know, a lot of us have, you know, we're, it's, it's out here and then you've got things that are just, you know, you got like five, 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 zero, zero. Can you imagine driving on a wheel that's, you know, the outside's great like this, except for a couple places that are like this. I mean, you know, that's how some of your lives are going and you're wondering why. So at any rate, that's not what I want to talk about today, but I just want you to veto your circle um, because I think it is really important to become a better version of yourself. Now, on to success in network marketing. <laughs> which quite frankly, it's all connected. I think that if you're going to be successful in something, you're, you can be successful in anything. And maybe not to the extent that, that maybe not 100%, but really truly the idea of or the concept of the concept of the idea that how you do anything is how you do everything is real. So I'll give it to you in a different way, though. It's like the way I show up, right? It's not that I have to be all in on everything. Does that make sense? It's just that I'm either all in or I'm all out. 
does that give some people some clarity around it? Whenever I say how you do anything is how you do everything. It's like, it's like I'm either going to be completely plugged into a training or I'm going to be not even attending the training. And I'm going to be aware that I'm not attending the training. I'm not going to pretend that I'm on there or that I care about it, right? If I'm going to be doing, doing a workout, I'm either going to go and have a really good workout or I'm not going to go. I'll just take a dog walk. Like it's, some of it is just being honest with yourself and saying, today I'm in this. So t- tomorrow I'm not, right? But that's how I am with everything. It's the same level of energy, whether it's all out energy or all in energy. It's, it's not one or the other. So, <coughs> so a couple of success tips. Look, the, the key to success in network marketing, I truly believe, is mindset. You know what I mean? Like it's mindset. You have to know that this is a business and treat it that way. So there was somebody who joined the other day, and I just love that I could talk about this right now because there's no way she's on here. She's one of these people that chases me, and I love when some of y'all chase me. I'm like, ooh, should I play hard to get, or should I just let Sadie just come at me like that? Yeah, I like it. All right, like, <laughs> all right, like, <laughs> I like it when y'all chase me. Jordan definitely chased me, okay? Like, I like it. I'm like, yes, make me feel wanted, King. Let's go. I'm kidding. But, like, I mean, it's good sometimes. And honestly, it's a level of like, yeah, they want it, okay? So I do like this at a, at a certain extent. I'm not going to chase you. I've never been a chaser. But I will tell you, this person, she's like chasing me, but the way she's chasing me is to say, you know, I'm super successful and I have, you know, a business already. And um, what you do is so easy. Like, I see you pack these trials. This is so easy. I could definitely do that. And uh, I can make for sure good money doing this. And like, I, you know, I've watched what you do on social, et cetera. Like it's, there's nothing complicated about what you do. And I said to her, it's not complicated and it is simple, but that doesn't necessarily make it easy. And I like said that to her, right? So she's like, okay, well I'm buying with the max pack. I'm like, awesome, cool. And I should have known right away because, you know, she was like having difficulty finding the link in the bio, which I'm like, baby, link in the bio. You know, like if you don't know how to put a link in the bio, how are you going to sell some trials? But I digress. Um, so anyway, I'm like, red flag, red flag, red flag. Um, but uh, so finally she finds a promoter pack and, uh, and I didn't help her find it because I don't do that. And she buys the pack and then she gets a little upset because she doesn't get the onboarding text message. But guys, she didn't put any contact information whatsoever in her back office, right? So there was no Instagram, no Facebook linked, no, te- no email linked, no, fi- no phone number linked, nothing. Look at Brittany Anderson's face. She's having a meltdown, right? So then she's like DMing me over and over again. Guys, I get thousands of DMs a day. So like it gets lost, right? Luckily it only, so I'll tell you, I'm just gonna get the whole story. So like it gets lost or whatever. She's like, hey, you know, I bought this big mega pack like I was supposed to you know like what you know what's next we're supposed to do onboarding and I'm like what so I text you know my my assistants my VA and I'm like hey why isn't this person onboarded they send me back a screenshot they're like how do we onboard somebody with no information like the name is a really common name also it'd be like the equivalent of somebody was named like Samantha you know like it's not Samantha. I don't think that's, no, it's not Samantha. I was like, I don't, I don't think it's her name. No. And I'm like, oh my God. Right. So then, oh, we find her, we get her onboarded. Right. I don't know why my voice is cracking right now, but this stuff's unbelievable to me. Okay. So she's like, 
A day later, all these complaints in the new promoter chat, all these text messages back to us. Betty the Bop is the hardest thing I've ever seen. This is so confusing. This is, I don't know where, I cannot believe it. Like over, yeah, Bop, Betty the Bop. Uh, over and over again, these complaints. Um, you know what? This is just so complicated. I, I, I just want to return my pack. And I'm like, please do. Like, oh my God, just please return it. Like, please go return your makeup pack. Oh my gosh, that sounds like a much better solution. But I tell you this funny story because first of all, I want you guys that are like, I recruited blah, 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 and they're not doing anything. So sit here for a second and be like, well, shit, if it happens to Jesse Lee, woo, I think I'm normal. Yes, okay, but here's why. Like I said, the first thing is that network marketing is a business. Treat it that way. You have to go all in. I am well aware that when, it, when I do things, it does look easy, doesn't it? You look at my stuff and you're like, what the hell? She'd be printing money over there. It is too easy for her. She's having so much fun. It is, it is because I am a master. A master. Okay, I, I know I make it look easy, but that's because it's easy to me now. Okay, but this is 11 and a half years of, of whatever you're staring at, right? Nearly 12 years. All right, we're closer to 12 years than 11, so I guess I can just start saying 12. Like, I mean, it's just been years and years and years and years and years and years and years to make it look easy. But don't all the greats make it look easy? How many of you have ever looked at somebody who plays piano and they're like, how, like how, do, how does Elton John stay standing at the same time that he's singing, you know, while he's using the foot pedals? Like, how, and like, it looks so easy. How many of you have like seen, so, you know, Beyonce sing or someone like some great singer or whatever? And you're like, that is so easy. Like, you know, you start singing and your friends are like, please stop. You know, you really don't know. Like, it's just not there. Okay, like, you have a long way to go. All right? That's, that's when you know, like, it's not easy until it is. Okay? The business conversations are not easy until they are. The sales are not easy until they are. Betty and the branding workshop and the 90-day run and all this stuff is not easy until it is. Right? But when you look in, at this at, at, as, hey, this is a business, so I'm committed to being bad at this for a while before I'm great at this, then you're going to win. But you do have to go in with no excuses, no negativity. I was just telling you, you have to. So whenever you find yourself in those obstacles and challenges, it's like, it's like I just said about the reel. Okay, I get it. You cannot do TikToks. You cannot do reels. You cannot do live video. You cannot do posts. Well, then what the hell can you do? Can we start focusing more on solutions if you write that down, right? Like, don't start with the negativity all the time. It's so easy. And once you start developing yourself more and more and more in this business, you are going to start noticing that you are properly being brainwashed by personal development. Because while all your friends around you start going to the negative, to the money, to the complaints, to the woe is me, to the oh my gosh, I can't believe, to the blaming, the shaming, the justifying, the negativity, you're going to sit there and be like, did I used to talk like this? Oh my God. Like you'll start having conversations with yourself where you're, you're, whoa, my gosh, thank God I'm not like that anymore. And you'll start focusing on the solution. So back to the flood for a second. I get woken up at seven o'clock or something like that. 645 on Saturday, Friday, 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 Saturday, Saturday. He comes in, he goes, Hey, Jesse Lee. Um, so I think the toilet leaked in the middle of the night. I'm like, oh, God, thinking he, like, 
blew up the toilet. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what I thought was happening. He's like, because, you know, the, the, it's, like the, it's like the Dead Sea in the bathroom. There's a lot of water. I'm like, okay, just take some towels. I'm thinking, like, how much water could it really be? You know, what's the Dead Sea really look like? I've been there, but, you know, I don't know. So he takes a ton of towels. I notice how many towels he takes out, and I'm like... Uh, whatever. Okay. A couple hours later, I'm walking in to my office to get some more ketones or something like that. And the floor is like, I'm like, did somebody spill something in here? Because I thought this was a confined flood. Okay. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, hey, hey, did somebody spill anything in here? Squish, 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 all the way across to the other wall, the textured wall that I sit behind, all the way clear across the office, the entire thing. And I'm like, we have a problem. This is going to need to be addressed. This is bad. This is really bad. Um, This carpet's for sure going to have to come up. And then I told him afterwards, I said, my friend, if you didn't like this penthouse that much, you could have just said so. You know, you could have said, I really liked the other one that you were going to get on, on November 1st. I'm moving to a, to a different layout. It's so awesome. They, they were like, we thought of you. I'm like, I'll take it. Uh, but anyway, so um, I was like, it's okay. You know, but next time you don't like something, use your big boy words and just say, Jesse Lee, I just, I think you should go move somewhere else. And I will consider that. And he laughed. And then I said, you know, honestly, there's probably some stains on that carpet anyway. So now I don't have to pay for the stains on the carpet when I move out. And then he said, he's like, how do you do that? I said, do what? He's like, it's like every situation, no matter how bad it is, you have the ability to find the good in it. I was like, huh, that's on personal development, baby. That's that network marketing, baby. Okay, so this is super, super, super important. And I'm telling you, I don't be like that guarantees success. But if you work on your mindset every day, every day, your mindset will change. Okay, so start that today. No excuses, right? Next, we just got to make sure if you want to be successful at this, we got to keep getting better at social media marketing. We got to get better at branding. You got to do boss camp with Tanya repeatedly. Okay, like that's going to be in the new Betty, by the way, every 10 days, we got to be redoing that until it's part of your freaking soul. Okay, again, people look at the front line like, why is the front line building so fast? It's because you're building businesses. We're not talking about keto. All right, we're talking about businesses. So we are boss camping this mofo up in here. So I'm just telling you like, guys, you will have massive success if you invest in that. If you invest in knowledge, if you invest in learning how to brand, it doesn't even have to be just from our training. But if you're feeling like, man, I'm just not that good at marketing and I'm not really finding the resources fast enough, how do you think we come up with it? I spend time learning from marketing courses. I spend time learning from branding stuff. I I spend time learning from social media stuff and then I teach it. So you could do the same if something's missing, if there's a hole in TikTok, a hole in whatever. I'm just telling you, it's just like anything. You wouldn't want a doctor to operate on you who's like, well... You know, I look into the doctor stuff every once in a while, you know, you know, every once in a while I'll see, you know, what anesthesia is best. Every once in a while I'll sharpen my scalpels, you know, or whatever. Like, no, I want a sharp scalpel. If you're going to cut me open, I I don't want a dull scalpel. Thank you so much. Right. Think about it. You know, and here's the thing about this. I don't know where I'm pulling this from. All this personal development. I do know where it's coming from. I just don't know what resource. It's like, do you want to know why people pay more for stuff? They pay more for perceived value. So if you look at a surgeon 
which surgeon would you pay more for? Would you pay more for the surgeon straight out of medical school? Or would you pay for the surgeon who has done 10,000 surgeries? Why? All of us would do the one with 10,000 surgeries. Because you want to read the reviews, you know there's experience, you know whatever. Ultimately, will the results probably be the same? Yeah. Sure. But will you pay 10 times more? 20 times more? For perceived value? Yes. We all would. You feel safer, you feel more secure, you feel better about it. It's the same reason why we leveraged, hey, the number one network marketer in the world is going to do an opportunity event. People went, what? What the hell? I'm going to go on there. Over a thousand people watched that live. Now, the perceived value was real value, by the way. But I'm just saying, people went, oh. So it's not just like, check out the CEO of La La La. Who the hell's that? Why do I care? Why? Why? Why do I care? We put so much value into that. So same thing with your social media. How can you add the perceived value? Now, it's different for all of you because all of you are building brands. We focus so much on brands on this team, right? So what, is the, what makes you better in the marketplace? If you start to master that, everything changes. Everything changes. Okay, so make sure you're investing in that, right? So a couple quick things. Be consistent. Y'all are pretty consistent. Let's get more consistent. Actually, some of you are not consistent. You think I don't know. I have eyeballs, okay? I have ears, all right? Be more consistent, all right? It's going to start bad, but get it right, interesting, and different posts. Think outside the box. Be more open. Be more real. Be more honest. Be more, be real is all I really have to say. Talk more about your story. See, too many of us try to be so generic that we don't tell our stories, which doesn't allow people who have similarities to us to connect. Right? Your stories really do matter because people connect on a very deep level with stories. It's very inspiring. And I'm going to tell you something. There's no such thing as a boring story. It's sometimes the delivery of the story, right? I could have said, oh yeah, my apartment flooded and um, I was able to find the, the positive inside of the negative and then move on. Instead, I told a story where y'all literally could visualize the wall in my office. You could visualize the water squishing through my toes. You could visualize all, of, you know, the, the, the dead sea in a bathroom. You can visualize a stack of towels being walked in, correct? Did everyone see it? Like, what color were the towels in your mind? What color towels did you visualize? Because I know you visualized color. Isn't that crazy? Look at the chat. That's the difference. They were gray, by the way. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, think 80-20 for those of you that maybe 10 for one's a little over your head, right? 80% of your posts should be value, funny, entertaining, lifestyle, whatever. 20% make about business, right? 20%, this is we're making money. We're doing this. We're, we're changing the world. We're doing whatever, okay? Um, Want to be more profitable in social media? Talk with people like normal people. A bunch of you are overthinking so much. You overthink, you overthink, you overthink, you overthink, you overthink, you overthink, you overthink. Like, pretend that every single person you're talking to is your friend already. And then you'll talk to them like they're normal. And stop looking at the names like, oh my God, I can't believe this person messaged me about the business. Talk to them the same. Okay? You got to talk to these people the same. 
because they, ultimately they're going to be in business with you. And if you recruited them through 17 paragraphs, that was called luck. Okay. And they're going to think that they have to write 17 paragraphs in order to recruit somebody. So simplify. If you can say it with one or two or five words, say it with one or two or five. You don't need to use one or two or five or 15 sentences. All right. Don't give up if you don't see results fast because you probably won't. All right. But it's important. Right. I'm going to zip through this as fast as I can. I know I'm taking longer than we're supposed to, but whatever. I love the front line. You're my favorite people because you chose me. All right. Next tip. It's not about you. It's about them. All right. You want to be successful in network marketing. Take yourself out of it. Do you know how much money you will make if you stop thinking about your money? And I know it's easy to say because now I have money and blah, blah, blah. But I'm just telling you, even when I was like sitting there thinking to myself, I'm going to be, this is difficult. You know, this is, this is hard stuff. This is very frustrating. This is all this stuff. I need to make money right now. I need to, I know Jesse Lee says build a brand, but I'm just going to go for customers because I need money right now, right now, right now. I'm not, I I call myself coachable, but I'm not going to be coachable. Listen, you're not thinking about big picture and you're not thinking about the people you're helping. Right, because if you're just trying to pump customers in, I know you're not giving them customer service, okay? And if you're just trying to get recruits, I know you're not actually talking to them and teaching them to build a business. You're not showing them the branding workshop. You're not showing them ninety day run. You're not taking them to the guides in the empire. You're not, you know, you're not getting them in the in the rank chats. You're not getting them involved. Like, I'm just telling you, the magic is in making other people succeed. And so at this point, like I, I mean, I did the little desire thing from ELCD. My desire for myself in the business is so low, but I realized it's okay, right? It's because my desire has completely shifted to helping and serving each of you, which ultimately in its own ironic way explodes my business. Because see, something I know to be true is that there is no self-made millionaire. It's impossible. There's team-made millionaires. There's people-made millionaires, right? It's the collective unit that's doing it. So was it me and a lot of, you know, me showing up repeatedly and my DNA all over the team and systems and all kinds of stuff, whatever? Yeah, of course. Of course. But it goes back to what I said about accountability earlier. I don't want credit for your, for, for your success, I want to see you win. It feels like it was so cool. Again, back to this wedding. But Saturday night at the wedding, her stepdad came out to the, to the parking lot. Well, I was leaving. And her stepdad's in the parking lot. He had to go on a, on a beer run. And uh, he's like I, like, I love this parking lot. And I didn't know. I was like, it's gravel. Like, what are we talking about, man? Like, it's not that fancy. Okay? He's like, no. Like, the cars in this parking lot. I said, yeah, what do you, what do you mean? He's like, there's just a lot of money here. And I stopped for a second and I, and I thought about it because first of all, yes. But second of all, what was really cool about it is knowing the people who were driving those cars. And it would have been cool if I came in my Lamborghini, which I did. Right. But it was way cooler looking in a parking lot of like, what, I don't know, 10 earned cars like multiple Range Rovers, BMWs, Teslas, whatever, all just sitting there. Like that, that gets people's attention. Like what are we doing together? 
People are joining this team because of what we are doing together. We are winning together. People go 158 car earners in, in five years. That is crazy. They can do the math. The, the success is just very obvious to people. So how many more people can you help win? Right? Um, I'm not a big fan of faking it till you make it in network marketing if you want to win at this. A lot of people think that that works. You know, faking the lifestyle, faking the success, faking the wins, faking whatever. Um, I don't recommend that even if somebody told you to do it before. Okay? The fake it till you make it, showing off lifestyle and doing whatever, I, I don't think it's useful. And I think that it also gets you a really bad reputation really fast. You know, you'll start to have people say things like, yeah, but did you know that she, just be real. You know, the highs, the lows, everything in between, the little things. I think sometimes, you know, one of the not funny things, but it's like, I know some of you still do it. You probably all do it to some capacity. You see my lifestyle and you think you're not doing enough, right? You see the things I have and you go, oh my gosh, do I need whatever? And so I've talked about this all weekend long. I think I just talked about it in my story this morning also. But the real question we need to ask ourselves is in every single thing we do, is it feeding our soul or is it feeding our ego? Really? It's a weird question, I think, for some people to think about. But before you make a decision, just do what feels good to you. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. Quite frankly, a lot of the most unfancy things I do are just my absolute favorite. Absolute favorite. So when I, you know, when I, now... Like, I'm just thinking about my, my, uh, my travel to Europe. You know, we stayed in really nice hotels when we were in hotels. But just so you know, it was always free because of my Marriott card. Right? So in the suites, it was always a suite. That's because of my Marriott status. That's because of how much I travel. Okay? So even the things that, like, look fancy aren't really usually fancy. I do like sleeping on nice beds, okay? Like, because I like my sleep a lot. So, like, that is actually very important for me. But aside from that, it's like, if I think about how much money we spent on stuff there, I didn't bring home a single souvenir except for up here. You know what I mean? Like, I have all these amazing memories. I have so many life experiences. But it wasn't about being fancy, and it wasn't about buying clothes, and it wasn't about the jewelry. I didn't even take my watch, right? Or any of my watches. I didn't take anything. I didn't buy anything. I wore my $11 Walgreens flip-flops. Those flip-flops have been to more countries than most of you, okay? Um, those suckers went all over the freaking world and back. <laughs> I love those tan flip-flops. Um, what a great, what a great purchase. Um, I just, what do I need? You know, who are we trying to impress sometimes? I'll tell you the most impressive thing you can have is probably your health and your happiness. And the amount of money I will spend on the two of those is pretty limitless. But what is that for you? So what makes you actually happy? So like I was talking with the man who flooded my apartment. <laughs> and he's like, do you really want to go to Scandinavia this winter? I'm like, yeah. We just need to be prepared. Like we need to just have the right coat. You know, because we didn't even have the right outfits for Iceland, to be totally honest. We were quite cold. Oh, uh, Sasha what? We don't, know, we don't speak his name on the front line. Okay, some guy from Germany, um, he thought that it was not cold. The rest of us were like, ah, ah. Uh, but anyway, he's just, you know, he was just giggling in the blustery wind. But I'm like, yeah, no, I want to. Like, I think it would be really cool to, to be on, you know, on those, um, 
like those sleds with the snow dogs and we can go really far up in Norway. There's like a little island off the tip of Norway where the polar bears are and like the alarms literally go off constantly because the polar bears come into the town and it's like, don't, if you hear the alarms, don't go into the town, but everybody then goes into the town when you hear the alarms, you know? So, um, I figure I don't have to be the fastest. I just have to be, not be the slowest. Yes. Fall bard. Like see, Annette knows Annette's going to take me, right? Are we going to go? Are we going to go to the polar bears? Um, you know, like all these, like, like I want to go to, to, to either Sweden or Finland and be in one of those, um, igloos. You know, like they're not actually igloos, ah, you know, but they're like the glass igloos and they're hotel rooms. Like, please, are you serious? And so you're literally sleeping underneath Aurora Borealis, like, which means I'm not sleeping. I'm probably going to be, you know, not stargazing, but like, what is that? Like green gazing? What do you call it? I don't know. Being a total nerd. That's right, Brittany, like freaking out. Like you should have seen us in the middle of Jordan, in the middle of the desert, rolling around in the sand. They said that I had more sand in my hair than hair. And I was like a little, um, like guys, when I say we were under the Milky Way, you could see the entire opening of the galaxy, like the whole galaxy. Like it looks like, it looked like I could like take my hand and pull the galaxy down. And I've been stargazing in obviously Hawaii a hundred times, different level, different freaking level, like unbelievable, at least 500 shooting stars in three hours, like every second. Dink, 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 dink. I mean, crazy, never seen anything like it. I mean, you can even see the way I talk when I'm talking about that. Or I could talk to you about when I went shopping in, in um, London and, I don't know, I got drunk and bought a bunch of shit. How's about it? Not, none of it fits anyway, you know? Like, do you see how, like, different that is? Like, that was a fun experience because, like, you know, you're saying yes to a bunch of stuff you never say yes to. But aside from that, like, eh. I'll take the, the dirt and the desert and the stars a thousand times over. You know, so start asking yourself... What is making you actually happy, okay? And it doesn't have to be what other people perceive as lifestyle. It can be whatever lifestyle is for you, all right? Um, I know y'all know this, but I'm just gonna say it. You wanna win in network marketing, video 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 marketing. The internet's not broken. I'm repeating myself, okay? Like, guys, okay, everything you do should be video marketing. It should be repurposed into reels. It should be repurposed into your own voice. Stop being scared of your own voice. Y'all are all so much smarter and further developed than 99.9% of people on your Instagram feed. Stop thinking you're not good enough to talk about business. You are. You are. And it only takes a couple of people thinking, damn, that girl knows what she's talking about. That guy knows what he's talking about. For your business to explode. Explode. And people share videos, short little video clips. All right? It's not scary. It just seems scary because you're not doing it yet. And the more you practice, the better you get. Stop worrying about what people will say because quite frankly, what they're going to say more is, oh my gosh, I am so impressed with Tammy. Did you see what Candace just did? Whoa, did you know, did you see that Sandy girl? Oh my God, live video crushes. You don't need expensive lights. You don't need expensive cameras. Sit in front of a window, use your phone and record. You're not the one where you can see yourself. Use the, cam- the camera camera, okay? I already talked about, you know, mindset, but you gotta believe in yourself. And when you work on your mindset, you will improve your belief in yourself. Many people think you gotta have a bunch of results to succeed. It's not true. It's not true. It's just quite frankly, ask, believe, receive. Ask, believe, receive. This is how network marketing works. Ask, you have to ask for what you want. Meaning you need to know exactly what you want. You need to write down your goals. You need to have the vision of where you want to go. You need to ask for this stuff. 
right? Believing it means you got to believe in yourself and achieving the goals, even if they're very far away. Guys, some of my goals make no sense. Somebody reached out to me the other day talking about something I'm invested in, blah, 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 talking about investments in general. He says, oh, girl, that's almost $100 million you're worth. I said, yeah, I know. That'll be my 2023 goal. And then I'll like smile, be happy, take a vacation, and then whatever. It's not my goal. He goes, what? I'm like, I have to be a billionaire, like a solid billionaire by 40. Like I've got like six years to... To, to collect the B, okay? So I gotta get to work, okay? And I, and I know it's far away, but I do not care that it's far away. I don't care. Who cares? It's just about believing it'll happen because I know what's gonna happen, all right? And then receive, which means achieving your goals, all right? And then I'll tell you like one more thing and I'll let you guys go. Two more things really fast because I know they're gonna kick me off, you know, because they're gonna get the European Zoom up next, but have a great attitude. Positive, happy, grateful. And some of you, oh, grateful for what? For what? Not, not seeing results in my business? No, that's not what I said, Ashley. Grateful for being alive. Grateful for opening your eyes. Grateful for the, the breath in your lungs. Grateful for your friends, your family, the team, the business, the opportunity, the, the internet connection. The more you're grateful, the more you have in life. You know, some of you are on a path to self-discovery right now. You feel like you lost yourself. You feel like you don't know who you are. In those moments when you feel like you really don't know who you are the most, just go to gratitude. Just go to gratitude just for like a couple of minutes. Like, okay, but what am I grateful for? Because even if I'm lost, a little confused right now, I'm not sure what I want. What am I grateful for? What do I have in my life? And quite frankly, like your network marketing business, the more connected we are in this, the more you will have. Because it's gratitude. It's the gratitude for when you get the sale. The gratitude when you get the recruit, even when they quit, because like all of a sudden they realize it's a business. The gratitude for the ability to continue to brand myself. The, the gratitude to have a positive attitude, even on days where I'm like, damn, what is going on? The gratitude to even notice when I'm not having a good day. You know, some people are so emotionally unaware. They don't even realize they're having a bad day. Are you grateful for the, for the moments where you're like, I am drowning? Why am I drowning? Oh my God. Like, I'm grateful that I, can, I have feelings and emotions because there's stoics out there that I swear don't have a pulse. You do. Be grateful. And the last thing I'll say, and then I'll let you guys go. You want to be good at this. You want to win at this. You want to succeed at this. You want to whatever. Just, you can't quit. I know I tell you guys that a lot on the front line, but maybe that's why the front line sticks and stays around so much because I keep telling you, just, just, just don't quit. Just don't quit. There's going to be a lot of obstacles. There's going to be so many tests. There's going to be... People that quit on you. There's going to be people that leave and slander your name and join another team and do whatever and all kinds of crazy stuff. But let me tell you what. You might not see results right away and you will probably invest a lot of time. But in return, you will have the profits. Just telling you. Profits like P-R-O-F-I-T-S. Not profits like profits from the Bible, okay? Profits, money, moolah, okay? And if this is already happening to you, just keep going. Because if you quit, you have to do it all over again. It's the people that get started in betting and they're like, this is so stressful. And so they stop. And then you got to start it all over again. You're like, oh my God, I don't even know my login. You're like, how annoying. That sucks, right? Missing, yeah, the bop. Uh, missing MVP by one customer. And then you feel so defeated. If you would have just kept going, it would have reset on Monday. You know what I mean? Like, we have to keep going. It's like the easiest thing to do is to get the snowball moving and rolling down the hill. And then it turns into the gigantic snowball. It's so difficult when you start and you stop. And you start and you stop. And you start and you start. This is terrible. That's so hard. That's like picking up a snowflake instead of a whole entire ball of snow. Even when you're doing it in messy action, even when you're 
Oh, God, just uh, disasters all around. You feel like you're screwing everything up that's humanly possible. You're moving forward with forward momentum. I promise, even when it doesn't look like it. So just don't quit. And if nothing else, find yourself through the discovery of network marketing. You'll discover who you are as a person through this opportunity. So just don't quit. I hope that you loved episode 570, my friends. If you did, make sure you screenshot and put in your stories and tag me at I'm Boss Lee. And don't forget to jump in on bossly.com. This five-day challenge is going to be crazy. And if you're not in the accelerator, you're even crazier. Love you guys. Have a great day.